Today is the 10th of June, 2020. I think it's the 10th of June. Yes, it's the 10th of June, 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to meet together, pray together, read scripture together, have that regular rhythm of worship together that I think many of us so desire. If you're joining us for the first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Before we start, don't forget, if you'd like a copy of today's script, hit the download the script button in the show notes. There'll be a link there. You'll get a PDF you can download. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, and we really would appreciate it if you could, then the link to our giving page is in the show notes. And finally, if you'd like any information about me or the podcast, head to rayborrett.co.uk. We always start each leg of work, working. We always start each leg of walking the way with our opening prayer. So let's pray, shall we? Loving Holy God, make your presence known to us today. We come to you as we are called to be saints, holy ones, but so often less in our calling. Help us today to let go of those sins to which we cling. Help us to know that our self-worth does not depend on our ability to hold on to our lives, as much as your power to release ourselves into your hands. Loving God, make your presence known to us today. We come to you with our vision so often clouded by our sin. Clear away the mist through Jesus that we might catch a glimpse now of your presence here. Help us to behold you as you are, not as we would like you to be. In him, through whom we pray, through whom we become holy, on the wings of the Spirit we pray to you, our Father. Amen. Colossians 3.13 Bear with one another, and forgive one another. If anyone has a quarrel against anyone, even as Christ forgave you, so you must do. What does it mean to forgive someone? Our verse today is a reminder that this is one of the things that we are called to do as followers of Jesus. Paul says, bear with one another and forgive one another. So what does that mean? Personally, I think true forgiveness is completely cultural. In order to forgive someone, you need to put them first. And in today's culture of placing personal needs, rights, and wants ahead of all else, that is alien. Putting someone first is alien to many people's mindsets. And I think that's one of the reasons why forgiveness is so hard for people. Because forgiveness and love go hand in hand. And so, for me, at least, forgiveness is also possibly one of the greatest examples of servanthood. I don't believe in forgiving and forgetting because God is constantly putting us in situations where we learn. And as someone very profoundly once said, those who do not learn from the past are destined to repeat it. But I do believe in letting go and giving it to God to take care of. Forgiving someone truly has a huge cost to ourselves. And so we come back to that idea that forgiveness is possibly one of the greatest examples of servanthood. 
Servanthood is a sacrifice. Service is a sacrifice. Jesus became our servant to free us from our sin. True forgiveness means that we need to do the same to those around us. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's Bible readings, we see Paul set sail for Rome. We'll see you on the other side. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning, shall we? Heavenly Father, open our hearts and minds to heed and hear your holy word. Fill us with your mysterious presence, Lord. Hear our prayer, Lord, as we ask you to open up the scriptures to us. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the modern English version And today we're reading Acts 27. When it was decided that we should sail into Italy, they handed Paul and some other prisoners over to a centurion of the Augustan regiment named Julius. Boarding a ship from Adramitium, we put out to sea, meaning to sail along the coast of Asia. Aristarchus, a Macedonian of Thessalonica, was with us. The next day we landed at Sidon, and Julius treated Paul kindly and gave him leave to go to his friends and be given care. 
From there we put out to sea, and sailed under the lee of Cyprus, because the winds were against us. Sailing across the sea off to Sicilia and Pamphylia, we came to Myra, a city of Lycia. There the centurion found a ship of Alexandria sailing to Italy, and he put us on board. We sailed slowly for many days, and arrived with difficulty off Snidus, as the wind did not allow us to proceed. We sailed under the lee of Crete off Salamone. Sailing past it with difficulty, we came to a place called Fair Havens, near the city of Lassia. As much time had been lost, and as the voyage was now dangerous, because the Day of Atonement was already over, Paul advised them, saying, Men, I perceive that this voyage will be with injury and much loss, not only of the cargo and ship, but also of our lives. But the centurion was persuaded more by the captain and the owner of the ship than by what Paul said. Since the harbour was not suitable to winter in, the majority decided to sail on from there, if somehow we might reach Phoenix, a harbour in Crete, facing southwest and northwest and winter there. When a south wind blew gently, supposing that they had obtained the necessary conditions, they weighed anchor and sailed along the shore of Crete. But soon afterwards a tempestuous wind stepped through, called the Eurycliden. When the ship was overpowered and could not head into the wind, we let her drift. Drifting under the lee of an island called Corda, we could scarcely secure the rowboat. When they had hoisted it aboard, they used ropes to undergird the ship, and fearing that they might run aground on the sand of Certus, they let down the mast and so were driven. We were violently tossed by the storm. The next day they threw cargo overboard. On the third day we threw the tackle of the ship overboard with our own hands. When neither sun nor stars appeared for many days, and no small storm was upon us, all hope that we should be saved was lost. After they had long abstained from food, Paul stood in their midst and said, Men, you should have listened to me, and should not have set sail from Crete, incurring this injury and loss. But now I advise you to take courage, for there will be no loss of life among you, but only of the ship. For there stood by me this night the angel of God to whom I belong and whom I serve, saying, do not be afraid, Paul. You must stand before Caesar. And look, God has given you all those who sail with you. Therefore, men, take courage, for I believe God that it will be exactly as it was told to me. Nevertheless, we must be shipwrecked on a certain island. When the fourteenth night came, while we were drifting in the Adriatic Sea, about midnight the sailors supposed they were approaching land. They took soundings, and found the water to be 120 feet deep. When they had gone a little bit further, they took soundings again, and found it to be 90 feet deep. Fearing that we might run aground on the rocks, they dropped four anchors from the stern and prayed for day to come. When the sailors strove to abandon ship and load the rowboat into the sea, under the pretext of lowering anchors out of the boat, Paul said to the centurion and the soldiers, Unless these men remain in the ship, you cannot be saved. Then the soldiers cut away the ropes of the rowboat and let her fall off. As day was about to dawn, Paul asked them all to eat, saying, Today is the fourteenth day that you have waited and continued without food, having eaten nothing. So I urge you to eat. This is for your preservation, for not a hair shall fall from your head. When he said this, he took some bread and gave thanks to God in the presence of them all. And when he had broken it, he began to eat. Then they were all encouraged, and they also ate food themselves. 
In all, we were 276 persons on the ship. When they'd eaten enough, they lightened the ship and threw the wheat into the sea. When it was day, they did not recognize the land, but they noticed a bay with a shore, into which they were determined to run the ship if possible. Casting off the anchors, they left them in the sea while loosening the ropes that secured the rudders. Then they hoisted the mainsail to the wind and made for the shore. But striking a sandbar, where two seas met, they ran the ship aground. The bow stuck and remained immovable, but the stern was broken up by the violent surf. The soldiers' plan was to kill the prisoners lest any of them should swim away and escape. But the centurion wanted to save Paul, prevented them from their intent, and ordered those who could swim to abandon ship first and get to land, and the rest on planks or on pieces of the ship, and in this way they all escaped safely to land. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about those bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And then after music, we're going to say our prayers for today. Before we pray, just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, our voicemail service. The links are all in the show notes. We would love to be able to pray for you and support you and share in whatever it is you're going through, whether good or bad. Our prayer for today is quite a long one, and it's written recently um, in response to the, the riots that we're seeing in the States, but also some of the demonstrations and protests that we're seeing across the world. Let's pray, shall we? Good God, gracious Father, creator of us all, have mercy on us. O Jesus, Son of God and Son of Man, our brother, 
have mercy on us. True Spirit, moving over us, Lord and giver of life, have mercy on us. Look at our world broken by sin. Look at our hearts broken in grief. Look at our minds shaken in confusion. Lord, have mercy on us. Forgive our short-sightedness and open our eyes. Forgive our hate and empower us to love. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lord, have mercy on us. On those who are angry, on those who are hurting, on those who are weary, on those who work for peace, on those who protect and serve, on those who suffer loss, on those who are vulnerable. Have mercy, Lord. Give wisdom to those who lead. Give patience to those who wait. Give healing to those who hurt. Have mercy, Lord. Father, from one man you made every nation of humanity. You make the sunshine and the rainfall on the wicked and the good. You so loved the world that you gave your only Son. Have mercy. Jesus, you took on human flesh and became the brother of the human race. You suffered great injustice to bear the sin of the world. You are the tree of life whose leaves bring healing to the nations. Have mercy. Holy Spirit, you moved the apostles to speak the languages of all nations. You let your word go out to all people. You call and gather your church from all over the world. Have mercy. See our world and our nation. Help the helpless. Strengthen the weak. Soften the hardened. Warm the loveless. Cool the angry. Cleanse our hearts. Mercy. Father and Maker of all, you let this world stand because you're gracious. Work that same grace within us that we love because you first loved us, that we may imitate you as your beloved children and live our lives in love through Jesus Christ our Lord. Jesus, Saviour of all people and lover of all souls, show us what love is yet again by setting your selfless love before our eyes. Lord, you welcomed tax collectors and zealots and taught them all the way of love. When you were dying, you forgave those who didn't know what they were doing. You gave your friends who deserted you your greeting of peace. Empower us, Lord, to love, forgive, and give us your peace. Jesus Christ, our Lord. Holy Spirit, you caused Scripture to be written that we might learn love that is the fulfillment of the law. That we might know Jesus and follow him in that love. You give the spark of faith and you fan faith into flame. Move us to put our faith and hope to work with an act of love that we listen before speaking, think before acting and consider the needs of others before our own. We ask this in the holy name. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, 
on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic. Please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way. Thank you.